Ricardo, you are moving up to featherweight for this fight. I know you fought at featherweight before in the past, but why did you just decide to, you know, make the move now? Yeah, I decided to go up because uh, I was not feeling healthy anymore on 135. And I'm a big guy for 135, uh, walk around like uh, 170 when I have... Oh, when I don't have a fight coming up. So I'm big for 135 and for 145 too. So I think I, I was trying to be smart and I, yeah, for sure that's the, the best thing that I choose uh, for my career and for my health first. You're still young. You're only 24 years old. A lot of people probably think that you're not 24 they, because you've been fighting in the UFC for a while now. Yeah. But you're still yeah. growing. Do you feel your body still getting bigger and bigger? Yeah, after I made one, uh, made uh, 22, I started feeling that I, I was like, my muscle was different. My body was getting different, you know. So I started having problems to make my way to, to make 135. And I started think, you know, realize if uh, that was really my... Uh, my weight division, but what made me still making 135 was made in 135 was like my goal. Uh, I was uh, I really wish to be the 135 champion, but I cannot, you know, make that. So first, I, I thought about my healthy. That's most important in my life. It's my healthy, my you know. Uh, and then I, I can be the, the champion on 145 too, and then I can go to 170 and whatever. But for now, I think that's the, the best move that I, I could do, you know. In your last fight against uh, Journey Newsom, you know, you won the fight by decision. It was a dominant yeah. fight. But did you feel your body kind of breaking down as the fight went? Yeah. Yeah, what I feel like every fight that I did on 135, I was not in my best shape because I was all, always like feeling tired, feeling that I, I was not 100%, you know. On uh, the fight with uh, uh, Said Nurmagomedov, the, I, I had like a, a really uh, a problem situation to after waiting, I started like uh, throw up and it's not an excuse to, to say what happened on this fight, but I was not 100% healthy for this fight. So what I did, I, I changed my diet, I changed everything, and I decided to do one more uh, 135 boat. And I felt good on the fight, I felt really good, but after the fight, I started, uh, the same reaction uh, happened with me, you know, like I started throw up and, and after this, I say no more 135. I don't need that anymore. So I'm going to go up and make 145 easier. And for sure, that's that will be better for my, my life, my career, because I can have like a, a, a longer career, you know. So, yeah, that's that's best for, the best for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to listen to your body. You know, some fighters, yeah. they're very stubborn and they don't listen and they just keep cutting yeah, and exactly. cutting and then... Like you said, the career, it doesn't last long. Yeah. It gets short. So I'm glad you're making yeah. the move. Yeah, that, that's Your health crazy. Is... Some, yeah, sometimes yeah. I, uh, like you say, that I'm young, 
I'm still young, uh, 24 years old, but my my mind doesn't say that. It's always saying, oh, you got to be the champ. You got to know. You got to keep, you know, uh, running. And I just try to calm down, you know, and say, hey, man, stop. Calm down. You, you're still young. You have to trust what people say, you know. Uh, my coaches say, oh, you're young. You don't need to care about, you know. You can you can make better on, on 145, and that's what I did. I trust in, in my team, in my coaches, and we we did the, the improvements that we we should do for 145. And now I'm feeling so much better on on my training, so much better. Like now, probably uh, I was like really bad on uh, on training because I was in a straight diet. But now I'm eating healthy and I have like a good diet. Just, you know, like my trainings can can say how I, I, I'm better right now because I feel so good on every train that I did. That I did. Before we get into your training camp, I wanted to talk about, you know, the opponent that you were supposed to fight. You were supposed to fight yeah. Sergio Pettis last time he pulled out. Yeah. And now he's signed to Bellator. You know, what do you think uh, about that? Man, you know, like... Uh, I think he fought after after mm. before he, he goes to Bellator, right? Mm. And I don't know, it, it happens sometimes with some fighters, but I feel that I, I would love to fight him. That was a, a nice fight for me, like for my, my you know, for my career. And I'm 100% uh, confident that I could beat him. But, you know, uh, what matters is what uh, the situation that I have right now. So, Pettis will be on the past, and now I gotta focus in on the on on the next goals, you know, the next uh, uh, fighters that are gonna fight, you know. Like 145 is my goal right now, so I I always gonna think about 145 right now. Yeah. I saw that you signed with Paradigm Sports Management. How long ago was that? Yeah. It's about a year. Yeah, I guess okay. it's a year. I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think it's uh, one year that we. Uh, I assigned with uh, Paradigm, and one of the best things that I, I I did on my career too, because like they really take care of my my you know my my career, and I feel so good with them. It's a really good relationship yeah it's uh i think it makes a huge difference when you do have a a, a good management yeah. team behind you you know exactly doing things for you that normally you have to take care of yourself and you don't have to worry about that you just go train fight yeah, exactly win. yeah that's how i feel uh, i feel that before i was always afraid always like oh i get I, I have to get a fight when when i get a fight i never know uh what's going on what's going to happen you know and now they they have like they just you know talk to me they say oh you're gonna fight maybe in uh november maybe in february and they 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 make me uh like know what's the next step you know so it's much more comfortable to to you know to understand how is uh, your next step, how you're going to get in the next uh, stage, you know? So that's the best best uh, thing about have someone really good to take care of your career. Definitely. Now, 
you were talking to me from California. Last time yeah. I was talking to you, you were in Florida. You know, you Florida, always start yeah. your camper in Brazil. Did you start your camp in Brazil this time also? Uh, yeah, yeah, I started in Brazil and yeah, I was training my hometown and then I decided to come back for California uh, in Team of Mayo. I, I, I was in uh, Florida. Uh, I was trying to, you know, to get some, uh, I was ma uh, making some decisions about my life and definitely I know that my place is, uh, I have to train in USA. Uh, like I have a really good training in Brazil, but here is the, the MMA place, you know, uh, here is where everything is happening, you know. So I I was like trying to find my way because I left my team in Brazil, the, the team that I started training MMA and I leave uh, the team and now I'm in a different uh, uh, stage of my life. Now I... I I have like uh, more sport in my back, you know, to become the champion. That's what I, I want to be. And now I feel that I'm in the right place for sure. So right now you you go back and forth. So you have your team in Brazil. Yeah. You train there. You yeah. live in Brazil. Yeah. But then when you have to go to, you know, switch your camp up, you go to the States. Are you going to just mainly focus at Team Alpha Male or are you going to bounce around? To different camps now, what have you decided yeah, on like where yeah you know like uh we can do we cannot do that because uh you have to choose a team but what what happened is like california uh to to keep a life in california is too expensive for me because i have my life in brazil and i'm i'm not rich yet but i will be but california life is very expensive so after my loss to Said, I had to decide uh, a cheapest uh, uh, way to to make my training camp, and and I decided to go to Miami because I have some friends that they live right there, and that was like cheaper for me. But you never have to choose like the cheapest way to to be the champ. You know, you have to invest in yourself. But when you don't have like uh, any other, uh, you know. Uh, choose for you you have to choose the, the the you know the closest one and that was the closest one for me and that was a really good experience to training in uh, Florida and I learned a lot of th uh, stuff right there but I decided to come back to team for me because I know that's the place that I, I really have to stay you know I like the life right here I like everything right here and yeah when I uh, come back to Brazil, I will keep training with my team. And when I have a training camp, I just go back to to California. Come back yeah, to um, I also talked with uh, Vicente Luque, and he does the same thing. He has his team yeah. in Brazil. And then when yeah. he, the rest of his camp, he will go to you know Florida and finish it off. Or sometimes yeah. he'll just stay in Brazil. It all depends on the location of the fight. But it seems exactly. to be working, and it's working for you too, man. So gotta keep yeah. going with the best option yeah for sure like um every time i come to us uh, a lot of uh, fans they ask me hey why you don't live in usa why you where you prefer to live in brazil or usa they start talking about economy and i say bro it's my country i love brazil and i will you know 
uh, I always live right there because uh, I'm very, you know, happy with my, my country. I love this place, that place, you know. But I love her too because the uh, USA is the place that uh, gave me a lot of opportunities and still giving me a lot of uh, good things. So I think I, I can still doing that, like going back and forth, and it works for me. And I think it's pretty, pretty good. I don't need to just move it out down here yeah. and stay for all my life. I don't, I don't need that, you know. Yeah, you know, you gotta make your choices. It's your, it's your life. You know, you yeah, live exactly. your best life. Now, yeah, sure. your camp, your training, Team Alpha Male, I know you have your own coaches, but I know that there's uh -huh. so many talented fighters at Team Alpha Male, 135, <laughs> so 145, 155. Who are you working yeah. with closely for this fight? Uh, like today was a spar day, spar, a spar day, and I did a spar with Colt Garbrandt. I did a spar with, uh, uh, oh, sh a lot of good names, but I just can't uh, remember, <laughs> but... Uh, Cole Garbrandt, I did spar with Kaleo, Alex Munoz, he just got a contract with the UFC and he's going to be my partner. I'm working with uh, Michael Mallard, uh, Uriah is always there. Uh, we have like Plegida, uh, uh, Danny Castillo, uh, Andre Fili, then a bunch of UFC fighters, a bunch of uh, legends. So it's pretty good to have all these guys on my back supporting me and, and teaching me, you know. Uh, I feel that's the best I could have uh, uh, in, a, in a training camp, you know. So many good fighters uh, always supporting you on the, on the training. And people that they really know what they are talking about, you know. So that's really good. We talked about Uriah last time we spoke. And now Uriah's yeah. in training camp getting ready to fight exactly. Peter Yan. With you, you know, you're a training camp. How is the, the atmosphere having Uriah, not just as the coach, but actually as a fighter again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I always uh, talk to my, my uh, training partners. Like, uh, I was talking with Teru. Uh, he's a UFC fighter, too. And I was talking for him today, like, hey, bro, uh, you know what? Uh, Uriah, he's 40 years old. And I had no, before today, I had no idea that he was 40 years old. I thought he was younger. And I said, man, he's 40 years old. He's, he has a lot of experience to, to teach us. So every time he starts uh, talking, I just stop everything that I'm doing and start watching him, you know, because uh, he, he have, has been on this game for a long, long time. And he grow the MMA, you know, he's, he helps to grow the MMA and he's a legend. I have to, to listen what, when he talks, I have to be quiet when he's talking, you know, and everything that he talked to me, I bring like the, the I, I really bring to myself, you know, and try to, to do what he say to me, you know. Let's talk about your upcoming opponent at UFC yeah. Sao Paulo, Eduardo. Gara Gori, he's an undefeated yeah, fighter. You know, yeah. watching him, you know, watching his fights. What do you think about him and the the style that he brings? Yeah, he, he's a good Muay uh, Thai striking. He he got some uh, he got six submissions, and his jiu jitsu looks uh, good. But like 
we always talk about uh, skills like technique. Oh, he's better on on striking or uh, jujitsu. Uh, for me right now, I just focus it on my on my like on my evolve, you know, and try to to always do my best in wrestling, jujitsu, Muay Thai, MMA. You know, it's MMA game, so I always think about my opponent like. He's not uh, a good Muay Thai guy. He's not a good wrestler or whatever. He's an MMA fighter. He's complete, you know. And and I'm gonna fight against his uh, skills, you know, against his technique, and make my technique uh, uh, better, you know, on the fight. So I watch a couple of his fights, and he looks a uh, uh, a good good striker. Uh, I could not. Uh, find uh, so many fights of me, but uh, the fights that I, I saw, I watched I saw that he fought with a couple guys that they are not in the high level, so it, it doesn't matter, but uh, because we're going to be fight there, fighting each other on uh, November 16th, and that's still being a fight, so I bring this fight, like, it's the, the title, uh, th for the title belt, you know, Every fight for me, it's like the title belt fight, and and I I am the champion, so I'm gonna be there to defend my my belt, you know, and that's how it works for me, you know, and yeah, I will be really ready for this one on stand up, on the ground, on whatever, you know. When you go into a fight, you know, some fighters. Yeah they have a, a big game plan that they got ready for their opponent. Some other fighters, yeah. they are just waiting for their opportunity. They're ready for everything. Like you said, preparing every yeah. aspect of the game. Like for you, what is mostly your plan during the fight? Are you more of the game plan type of fighter or are you the fighter that goes in there and kind of adapts and changes and then finds the, the openings? Yeah, I'm this kind of guy, I adapted for, for every fight, but I, I always, because you know, like some fights you, you watch a bunch of videos of the guy and you expect that he, he will be there and do all that you watch it, you know, and this really works. But sometimes the guy, he just do, you know, everything different. So if you are not the kind of guy that are always adapting, you're never gonna be on MMA, you know, because MMA is, is just like that. You're always gonna be adapting in every fight. So I try to keep this in every situation. I try to, I never choose my my partner trainees. I always train with everybody, it doesn't matter the weight. Of course, close to the fight, I'm not gonna find, you know, uh, training with someone that's gonna hurt me. But I always try to to do spars with everybody. You know, I don't choose. I just uh, may, I, I I put myself in a uh, problem situation and try to to solve it. You know, I try to make better than my opponents. That's what I like to do. But I always watch the my opponent's cues and and I know what he he usually do and. After I know that, I just go there and, and do my, my stuff, you know. In early December, UFC 245 
Alex Volkanovsky is going to challenge Max Holloway for the featherweight title. I know that that's your belt, but, you know, they're fighting for it. Do yeah. you believe, you know, who do you believe has the most advantages in the fight? Uh, Max Holloway, for sure. Uh, he's such a good guy. He's really good. He, that's why he's the champion. And, you know, after I decide to move up to 145, I start watching all his videos, all his fights. And and it's good because I, I get motivation from these guys, you know. And I feel I, I, I feel that he's going to win against uh, Volkanovsk. Volkanovsk. And, yeah, for me, he's the best right now. And I'm going to keep my way until I get there, you know. When I get there, I will be the champ. Have you met Max? Have you stood next to him? Is he the same size as you? Yeah, I met him when I was making weight for my first uh, fight in UFC. So I was very skinny, but we have almost the same uh, uh, tall. And he was like uh, bigger than me just because I was uh, making weight. But we just we only took a picture and that's it. That's how I, I know about him is about this day. And so, yeah, he, now I, I think uh, I'm almost same side yeah man. away from mma you know i know you watch a lot of the film and fights and stuff but do you follow any other sports soccer sometimes soccer i I watch Mm -hmm. soccer from brazil from some of uh brazilian soccers but not that much you know uh to be honest i don't like to watch too much tv or or you know uh I, i don't like to be uh using my cell phone like for uh, too much too much time you know so i try to always be focused on the real life you know but i know that uh it's you know i have to be always studying and you know trying to uh watch what's happening on ufc world in anime world and but i'm I'm not the kind of guy that spend a lot of time in, in cell phone or tv you know are watching sports. I prefer to do a sport than to watch a sport, you know, to to learn how to play soccer than to watch soccer, you know. Yeah. When you were young, did you play a lot of soccer? Did you watch a lot of soccer when you were younger? Yeah, I played a little bit. Just I was good. I was good. I was not bad, but after <laughs> after I started fighting I just uh, was playing soccer to get a fight on the <laughs> on the soccer game, so <laughs> that was uh, what I I usually use it to do on Brazil. Yeah, and that was who crazy. are your top five favorite soccer players of all time? Oh man, Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo, uh, the Feno, you know Ronaldo? Yeah, Ronaldinho Gaúcho, uh, Cafu, uh, Roberto mm-hmm. Carlos, and. Uh, all right, let's just uh, okay. Adriano, uh, the Imperator. Right, yeah, for right. me they are the best. You know, like everybody talks about uh, Pele. Of course, he was uh, one of the best, but I never watched him, so I can talk about him. You know, and maybe Romario. You know, Romario. No. Romario was pretty good too, and yeah, maybe he's the number number six. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, those are all great names, you know, great yeah. players. 
Now, you For know, sure. you get your chance November 16th, UFC exactly. on ESPN Plus 22. You go back to Brazil. Thank you, yeah. Ricardo, for the time and uh, good luck you, on man. the fight, man. And we'll speak soon. For sure. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it.